So to continue, um, we're here now at midday Friday afternoon. And um, now just an important, important notification, and that is that the sources I've been discussing, a lot of Hasidic sources, this idea that uh, Mashiach is an element that comes on Friday, a time, the time, the most appropriate time. Again, Mashiach could have come much earlier in history. Uh, if Yidin would have done tshuva, Mashiach could have come a moment after the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. Chazal actually tell us that when the Beis Amigdash was destroyed, Mashiach was born. The reason for that is Mashiach had to be available to redeem the Jewish people at, if we would do tshuva, immediately. That's, however, called Achishena. That means Mashiach is coming before its time. However, if we're looking at the most opportune time for Mashiach's coming, it is an Elif Hashishi. I'd like to share with you um, a Zohar, fascinating Zohar, because people make a mistake a lot and think that Moshiach is something that happens on Shabbos, on the seventh millennium. And for that, we still have over 200 years until we reach the seventh millennium. We're, year, we're now in the year 5778, still 222 years, way too long for us to wait. So here's an interesting passage of the Zohar. The Zohar says in Bereshis, that Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi, and Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Akiva was a student of Rabbi Eliezer, were once walking on the road, and Rabbi Akiva asked his master, Rabbi Eliezer, why did Hashem create the human being last? After all other creatures, he created the human last. And Rabbi Eliezer answered him an answer, whatever the answer was. Then it says that Rabbi Eliezer um, put down, put his hands on his face, and Rabbi Eliezer started weeping. Rabbi Akiva says to Rabbi Eliezer, um, my Rebbe, my master, why are you crying? And Rabbi Eliezer says, on this that you asked, on the question that you asked, that's what I'm asking. That's why I'm crying. You see, the man, when, Ab when Hashem created man, that man is referring to Moshiach Tzadkenu. He's the ultimate human. And I'm going to read the, the passage. Uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer says, um, Chazi Chazis, I saw a vision Vikashya Mila, it's very, very difficult for me. Akiva Akiva, my dear student Akiva, Man Orcha de Galusa Dismashech, who is gonna merit for this long Golos, for this long exile that's going to prolong so long? Barnash, the Asid Shamaya, the human being who's gonna come with the clouds of heaven is not going to come Ad until the sixth day of creation. Which is in within the six thousandth year. These words are very important, but not at the completion of it, not at the end of the six thousand, but during the sixth millennium. If we do a very strong tshuva, Mashiach can come earlier. The Shultan, the dominion of Mashiach Tzedkenu, is in the sixth millennium. And he prepares the world to enter into the highest state, which, which is the seventh millennium, which is Yom Shekulei Shabbos. So we don't really have that much time left. And as we said earlier, it takes place on Friday. And where are we standing right now on Friday? I did mention that the Hasidic sources I've given you before, but the Vilna Goyen speaks about this extensively. Um, and he discusses all the hours of exactly when Hashem created Adam Arishan. And from that he says you can actually know the year that Mashiach is coming, which actually, according to his calculations, is pretty much right now, the time that we're in right now. So now, let's take a look at the year 1990. 
which was a very, very, very crucial year. But first, an introduction. Um, a, a, the, the, the analogy I'm going to be using right now, I took from um, an article written by Rabbi Tzvi Freeman. I would recommend everyone to look up a fascinating uh, article that he wrote. Um, it's called The Last Day of History, in which everything that I've discussed in the last few videos is about the progress of the world and the progress of time. And both in the Jewish world and also in the secular, uh, he discusses it extensively in a beautiful way. So this is something you can look up at Chabad.org, just Google it, The Last Day of History by Rabbi Tzvi Freeman. Really worth reading. In any case, um, there he uses an interesting analogy, and which is really, really, really special. You know, when you come into a Jewish home Friday afternoon before Shabbos, you see a scene of chaos. The place is a total wreck. Everything is crazy. It's the last thing that this house looks like that in any moment we're going to come into a time of this magical tranquility and peace. But yet it happens. It happens suddenly in the midst of all that crazy, you know, putting up the potato kugel and the chicken soup and the kids need a shower and there's clothing all over the place and the place is a mess and it's all happening. It's all confusing. It's all tumbling. Really, really, really. It's like with the snap of the finger, the mother lights her Shabbos candles and, and, it, and it's all transformed. So it shouldn't, we shouldn't be shocked by the fact that there is tremendous um, uh, uh, commotion and there's a lot of turbulence in the world as we reach the final Giyola. Chazal also tell us about the dramatic events that happened in the world before the coming of Mashiach. 1990, a very crucial year. The Lubavitcher Rebbe at that time announced even though earlier he spoke about Mashiach so strong, he kept on saying that we should cry out Ad Masai, and when we cry out Ad Masai, Hashem is going to answer us, but he never spoke the words that he spoke in 1990. In 1990, his message changed to not that we have to cry for Mashiach, that as well, but telling us that Igiyaz Mangulas, the time of the redemption has arrived. Because that is exactly, as we mentioned earlier, Friday midday, serious preparations for Shabbos begin during that time. What happened in 1990 in the world? So here's just, I'm going to point to a few amazing developments in the world. The Rebbe himself pointed to these developments as the beginning or the signs that Mashiach is actually upon us, the time of Mashiach is upon us. The most amazing thing that happened was the unbelievable sudden collapse of the Soviet Union. Here you had a regime, a regime that had a couple of million Jews locked up in an iron fist. There was an iron curtain, and if you speak to Jews in Russia, they will tell you. There were Yidin who believed that Mashiach will come, but were not able to believe and fathom that that ruthless government, that ruthless powerful, they were so, 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 so strong, and they were so, there was such, such control by the government that they would be able to ever fall and ever be broken. And yet, mysteriously, and the most amazing thing is that transformation took place without a bullet, one bullet, there was no bloodshed. Overnight, the regime collapsed. And we have today Russia. It's not the perfect world, but Jews are freed, millions of Jews, to learn Torah and do mitzvahs across the Soviet Union. That is huge. That's, that means that a force of Gullus, a powerful force of exile, was eliminated to allow for Jews across the world and Jews in Russia to keep to, to leave to leave the Russia to go up to Eretz Yisrael and the like, 
Another very, very, very important thing the Rebbe then spoke about was that nations in the world gathered together to defeat an enemy of the Jewish people, and that was Iraq and Saddam Hussein. Um, that he, he, and we see that, that, that when, when war broke out, then he, he sent, I think it was uh, 39 scuds. I don't know if you know what a scud looks like, but basically it's like a school bus coming at your window. You're talking about a huge anti-Semite, a very, very, very dangerous person to the Jewish people. And a whole c coalition of nations came and took him down. And the Rebbe said that that has to do very, very much with Nevuas and prophecies of the Giyula. But one more very, very important thing, the Rebbe did not mention this. If you Google the World Wide Web and you want to know when did the World Wide Web, when was that invented? There was a scientist by the name of um, Tim Lee. Um, who in, <clears throat> invented the World Wide Web in the year 1989. He wrote the first web browser in the year 1990, and he launched it in 1991. This corresponds to the, now, corresponds exactly to Friday midday. Moshiach is the ultimate information age. Rambam, when he speaks about Moshiach, characterizes the time of Moshiach as lo ye'e se kolo oilom the world.